Welcome back to the Sunday Service, the only comedy podcast in Newcastle, you dirty, degenerate mutts. Thank you for tuning in. What a glorious Sunday it is here, Taylor. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, man. The sun is pumping, dude. Did you see the waves on the way into Stockton? No, I don't go that way when I come here, but I will check them out. Bruh. And I can't even surf, but there was there was like 35 surfers out there and it just gave me surf envy. Bro, I get fucking mad surf envy, dude. I get huge surf envy because I like fucking, I'm down at Merriweather all the time. Yeah. And you just look out, dude. When it's like a, one of those days where like the tide is just right and it's just those beautiful curling just fucking barrels. barrels, bro. Barrels, bro. Can't, there'll be a hundred surfers out there. Yeah. For sh- like no fucking kidding. Starting from like Bar Beach all the way down to like where the bars are, yeah, there'll, there'll be easily over a hundred surfers out there, and they're all doing some mad shit. And I see like ten year olds, yeah. You when see you see ten year old little groms, dude, I yeah. go fuck, cunt. Little grommies out there getting around it, and I tell you what, it looks like as well. What? Just a fucking mad hang. Oh, of course, dude. Fuck, it looks like a good hang, eh? It's golfing for people who are sick. Yeah, it's, it's it's goal for people who are mad. Cunts. It's like stand up for people that are athletic. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it is because not everyone can do stand up, but nah. everyone's envious of the stand up hang. People love what we do, and they love. You're right. They love that the hang that they hear about. Yeah, you hear tales of yeah, I was just on the hang and just fucking everyone's riffing, making each other laugh. You just got some chill dudes out there hanging ten, dropping into barrels. They're hanging out in a green room, dude. There's a lot of correlation here. Massive dude yeah. yeah And like You're right It's the coolest one Dude It's one of the coolest sports And it'd be one of the best sports To be a professional athlete And here's why Imagine you're like A Kelly Slater Or just a gun surfer I can't think of too many others Excuse my How much of a nonce That I am at this But imagine coming off The waves And walking straight onto the beach And then seeing your fans Just in bikinis Mm. Bro, if there was if there was women going to rugby league games in fucking bikinis, there'd be trouble, bro. Yeah, it would be no good, dude. <laughs> It'd be fucking no good for anyone, dude. You know why? Because those boys have a bit of trouble as it is. Oh, they know their way around trouble, some rugby league players. They absolutely fucking do, man. You're so right about it being like the stand-up of like sports because like it's by far, like it's cool as fuck. Yeah. Right, it's cool as hell. You can crush. You can crush. You're out there fucking hanging with the boys. And it is also, like, still disrespected. Like, the stereotype of surfers are, like, lazy stoner. Yeah. Like, unemployed. You're just out there surfing waves. Like, fucking Spicoli or whatever the fuck it is from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Sean Penn. Like, that's, like, the stereotype of, like, retarded surfers. Right, so that it's still like disrespected the way that stand up is disrespected by and a lot of people that aren't fucking into it. And then if you look at the fears, when people look at fear of stand up, they mm. they they just get overwhelming embarrassment. They're like, "Oh, imagine if I bombed." Yeah, it's a scary thing. Yeah, and imagine if you get railed by a wave or just eaten by a shark. That is terrifying, dude. Oh yeah, dude. 
Dude, I would love to like learn how to surf and stuff like that, but I then have to be more comfortable in just like big fucking water and waves yeah. and shit. I was in the ocean yesterday, dude, and it wasn't as good as it was today. It was very fucking windy, so it was very choppy. And I just made the decision that I didn't want to walk all the way to the fucking bars. I'm going to go into the fucking water, dude. And it was just not a fucking fun time. Bro. You're getting chopped up by the waves. Oh, it's Nothing just, makes you feel more like a bitch than the ocean. No, definitely. And that's why I like going there often sometimes. Yeah. Because I like to make me feel fucking weak and vulnerable, and, dude. Fucking check me a little bit. And stand-up can make you feel like a little bitch sometimes exactly, as well. Exactly, dude. Um, mate, we haven't cracked our beer yet. We haven't cracked this beer. Let's get into this because not only is it a beautiful day outside, it's a great day for a beer. And today we are drinking the Burrs, American Red, from our mates over at Hop Nation. So thank you guys for this. Uh, this is a 6%. It's a 6%, which just gets me a little bit toey as is. Um, so it says that there's layers of rounded red malt. And uh, look, I'm not going to read the can. But just, uh, <laughs> I, I, I half committed, but then I was like, you know what, fuck it, dude. Let's just... Um, Let's pour him in here. Let's say uh, salute and let's see how it goes. So cheers to you, sir. Cheers, mate. Ooh, had to fully reach out to make it all the way there. Yeah, it's a bit more distance between us there than is, usual. There is, dude. I don't know if I like this. No, nah, it's not. Ooh, that's a bit of a multi-banger, dude. Makes me feel... Tell you what this reminds me of. Picture yourself and you've just gone and raided a village mm. on horseback. Yeah. On horseback. Long hair flowing. You've got a shield and a sword. You and your man just go to this village. And, and I'm jacked? Oh, jacked hot sick as fuck. I'm jacked. How you, tall am I? I'm pretty tall. I'm I, taller than me oh, right dude, now. you're at least a 6'4". Okay, sick. All yep. right, 6'4", you, jacked. Long flowing hair. Got a beard. A full beard, not a Patches O'Hulahan beard that you're currently rocking. Yeah. A full beard. <laughs> <laughs> and you ride it on horseback and you and, your, you and the boys just fucking... Demolish the weak gutted dogs that are currently occupying that village. Oh, dude, that would be so sick, dude. You, the, the funny thing is, like, the most unrealistic thing about that fantasy is the fact that I'd have a full beard. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and the boys celebrate with a clean, crisp, refreshing ale that's strong, like you big boys out there that are mm. moidering people. To replenish us, dude. To replenish. Because, because we've just. Had all the women. Had all the women. And why did they make the ale red? Because it's stained in the blood of your enemies. And this would be the drink that you drank. Mate, i tell you what. I don't usually like beers that taste like this. But I like this one. Mm. What type of beer is this? It's it's just called an American Red. So, was it an IPA? Did you say it was? I get the feeling it's like, it's a red ale would be the way that I would describe it. What's fucking... So, I don't like ales, dude, and I really like this. Yeah, it's not like... It doesn't say that it's a, an Indian pale ale. We might have to get the boys from Hop Nation to let us know exactly what kind of profile beer this is. If there's some beer connoisseurs out there listening, they're probably yelling at us right now. But it has elements of what would be an IPA, but it's just more of a more of an ale is the, is the general vibe that I get for this. I'm here for it. Glorious fucking beer, dude. 
I'm here for it, dude. Um, before we are just talking about rugby league players. Yeah. Rugby league just... The season's not over at the moment. Like, the regular season is fully over. There's international games playing. But we're talking about rugby league players just getting in trouble, cut. Yeah, yeah. So there is a, uh, a West Tigers junior that was charged with murder this week. Murder? Murder, dude. What? Not fucking bashing his missus. Not a little bag yeah. of hokkahina. Not just getting caught with a little bag. Yeah, not getting caught with a bag and not blowing like three or four times the legal limit. Yeah, not an aggravated assault in a nightclub. Taking a life. Taking a life, dude. Now, obviously, he's been. You know, it's about time, dude. <laughs> it's about time these cunts started making real fucking headlines, dude. Making committing real crimes. Because <laughs> it's all petty shit that they just get a slap on the wrist for. Yeah. Be a gangster, guys. Ruin your life. Yeah. They were looking around, and he's like, Todd Carney's pissed in his mouth. That's been done. Reese Walsh, Val Holmes. The list goes on. Been caught with bags. That's been done. Willie Mason, not sure if he's gone done drink driving, but someone's got done drink Willie driving. Willie Mason's done heaps of shit. I think he? Willie Mason got done drink driving the night after a session on the piss, which I feel sorry for him for, but fucking hell of a session, Mace. This guy just went, fuck it. You know what, cunt? Let's just take it to the next level. Mm. He probably signed a lifetime contract with the West Tigers and was like, what's the best way to get out of a shit club? Moida. Yeah, do, what? So, do you, what's the story? What happened, uh, mate? You know me. I'm the I'm the king of the headlines. Oh, I should have known. Yeah, <laughs> should have known that you and I are going to find out together. King of the headlines. But from what I've been told, it looks like he's been charged with the murder of Dijan Dijan Radulovic, right? Also known as Danny the Serb. And okay. here's the thing, dude. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah, if you've got a nickname, yeah, that's like Jimmy the Greek. Mm-hmm. You know, Fat Tony, the Danny the Serb, fucking Mickey the Irishman. Yep. It just, I don't, that guy's got to be an underworld figure. Absolutely. He can't be anything else. No regular people have their nickname be their nationality. Yeah, if you're not a fucking underworld figure. Exactly, man. You just, you're like, that's like underworld shit where it's like, you don't want to piss off the Russian. And they just call him the Russian. Russian, yeah. That type of shit, you know yeah. what I mean? That's like, that's movie star shit. And... And what he got fucking he got fucking killed by some fucking under twenties player I've never yeah, heard of by, uh, <laughs> by some Sole by the sounds of it. So uh, Masai Tavui, I believe, is how you pronounce his name. Masai Tavui. Yeah, that sounds probably closer. He sounds like he'd beat the fuck out of you, doesn't he? Dude? Yeah, he would. Uh, so that that's happened during the week, but he has he's only been charged, so it's not he hasn't been convicted. But he has been charged, so obviously the trial is to come. This guy could be innocent. We don't jump to conclusions on How the did he die? How is he charged of doing it? Oh, uh, that's going to require some further investigation. Of course, yeah. Should we, should we dive further into it? Just open up the thing right now. It was, I just took a screenshot. Because um, that's the thing, man, is that like the method of killing someone and the situation is going to go a long way towards oh, how I feel about this situation. All right. So <clears throat> so this is via Fox Sport. West Tigers teenager charged with brutal murder of underworld figure. There we go. We so know we fucking 100% called it. Nailed it. West Tigers junior Masai Tavui has been charged with the murder. Tavui 19 was charged with one count of murder on Tuesday following the death of of Danny the Serb on July 29. 
Danny the Serb was killed after he was allegedly shot and stabbed on Donnelly Street in Balmain in Sydney's inner west following an uh, altercation with two men. The back rower has come through the West Tiger junior ranks playing Harold Matthews and SG Ball. Tuiv was later arrested after the riot squad police raided his Austral home at 7.15am and executed a search warrant. They were seen on camera combing through the property and talking to the shirtless Tavui who sat calmly talking to police in handcuffs before being taken away in a paddy wagon to Liverpool Police Station. The search found a sieged... The search found a seized clothing relevant to their investigation. It will undergo further forensic examination, the police said, and it goes on and on. On the day of the murder, police were called to Donnelly Street in Balmain at 3.40 on July 29, following reports of an assault. Officers arrived to find Danny the Serb suffering with significant head and torso injuries, with the police alleging his wounds from being bashed and stabbed. Paramedics treated him at the scene before taking him to the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital. Despite the efforts of medical staff, he could not be saved. An autopsy of the 29-year-old discovered he had also suffered a gunshot wound. Right, okay. What the fuck? Cut. Yeah, okay. You know what, dude? Just play footy. Just play footy. Just fucking play footy, cunt. What the fuck are you doing around with... Any type of guy with the nickname of his nationality, bro. Yeah, and... You should be nowhere near that. And a gun as well. Bro. Talk about... Like, stabbing someone's fucking hectic. Yeah, stabbing someone is fucking definitely very hectic. Shooting and stabbing someone? And it could have been his mate who shot. Like, it doesn't really go into it. But fuck me, Dad. But what are they- you doing, cunt? What, like, when you have a contract for a professional sports team... Yeah. Wouldn't you think you just had the wherefore just to... Look at some of these losers that you're hanging out with and just being like, you know what, bro? You ain't it. Bro. There's some friends on my friends list right now that I'm like, you know what, dude? Maybe maybe you ain't it. Maybe I might just <laughs> stop that to you. <laughs> bro, you need to reassess who's in your top eight. Yeah, dude. Because they're fucking dragging you down, dude. You're talking but MySpace? It, it's a tale as old as time, dude, of just athletes all over the world for some fucking reason to some of them. Being a fucking hard cunt is more important to them than bringing their family out of poverty and creating generational wealth for their future. Yeah, well, you got to. I think you touched on it the other week, and I believe your quote said something to the effect of, I want my professional athletes to grow up in slums. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you're you're a bit of a slum dog, not so much of a millionaire, and you're just hanging out with other slum dogs. The big dogs in your area, are, the only rich ones are doing illegal shit with Danny the Serb. 100%, yeah. You grow up in that environment and just, I don't know, dude. It just, it just it, it's crazy to me that like, I know if I ever had any of these opportunities, I would just never do anything to put it in jeopardy. Uh, yeah. Never. And I'd be way too much of a bitch. If someone was like, hey, that guy just disrespected you and your family, I'd be like, eh. These things happen. I'd be like, I don't care, dude. He's poor. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're all poor. Or he's hood These rich. are all poor people. Yeah. He's got a, like we said before, this can't, the guy, the guy who got killed, was his name Danny the Serb? Danny the Serb. I bet any fucking money, dude, that he drives a 2016 Audi. A 2016 Audi A4. Or like a 3 Series Beamer 
from like 2016. It'd be a three series Beamer. I reckon it'd be newer than 2016. I reckon he'd be trying to keep up with the appearance of being rich. It would be an entry bags. level luxury car. Yeah. Cunts that drive entry level luxury cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You out there rolling around in an entry level fucking luxury car. Dude. Bro, anyone who buys entry level luxury cars, what the fuck are you guys doing, dude? Just buy the best Outlander. Yes. You know what I mean? Just buy, just buy the fucking best Santa Fe. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. To <laughs> just buy the best fucking Mitsubishi Pajero. Or it's something. hard to look like a tough cunt in a Santa Fe. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Danny the Serb rolls up on you, and he's in a Santa Fe, and it's like, <laughs> brother, brother, you owe me the money, and I need the money, brother. You'd be like, dude, you drive a soccer mum's car, like fucking kick yeah, rocks, shut up, dude. cunt. <laughs> yeah, fucking. But yeah, what a dumb cunt. I mean, it's just like. He obviously, like, it sounds pretty fucking brutal. Like, he got bashed to death and stabbed to death and shit. Why don't you fucking go work on your ground balls or something, bro? You know what I mean? Like, why don't you go fucking do some suicide runs? You know, maybe work on the craft that you've been fucking assigned to do instead of being a fucking underbelly cunt. Yeah. What a fucking... Were you just using AFL terms then? Huh? Ground balls and suicide Well, well oh, ground like, ball is everything. Uh, it's I, like every sport. I just It took me three seconds to realise what a suicide run was. I went through the full spectrum of like, ah, la, 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 to like <laughs> fucking, to, to then, it then eventually dawned on me that I'm like, no, he's talking about the suicide drill where you fucking run to the yeah, 10 back, yeah. to the 20 back, to yeah. the 30. Yeah. Work on your fucking fitness or something. Yeah, huh? dude. Get, work on your VO2 max, not your fucking... Getting some fucking... Not on your fucking 25 to life, cunt. Yeah. Or whatever it is in this fucking weak justice system, dude. The cunt will probably be playing fucking first grade footy in a couple years anyway. He probably should have... Well, he should have been. He could be fucking playing for the... uh, The Silverwater fucking Silverbacks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. It'll be playing the longest yard league. Yeah, dude. Fucking Adam Sandler's just going to go in there and just rectify the career. We'll just get fucking Robbie Farrer in there. No, it'll just be like whatever, like bullshit Australian sort of comedian celebrity just fucks up the most. Yeah. Let's put him in there like fucking Lawrence Fishburne or something. We'll just fucking go in there. <laughs> another, another Lawrence Fishburne? Why the fuck did I say Lawrence Fishburne? I meant Lawrence Mooney. Oh, Lawrence. <laughs> I had no Morpheus? I, They're going to send Morpheus in there, I, dude. Okay, because I was I was <laughs> like, oh, what the fuck is this cunt talking about? And then, yeah, Lawrence the Moon Man Mooney. Lawrence the Moon Man Mooney, dude. Or like fucking Dave Hughes or something. Wouldn't that be funny? Oh, fucking Hughesy, yeah, yeah. Like Will Anderson gets done for tax fraud and just has to go play football. Which comedian has the leg injury? Is that Will Anderson? Leg injury? I swear to God there's a famous Aussie comedian that has a like a prosthetic leg. Dude, I've never heard that before. Yeah, I don't know who, who it is. Let me goog. Let me get on the old goog. Search it up, dude. Who has, has a fake leg? It, oh, Adam Hills, dude. Was born without a right foot and wears pro, wears a fake hoof. Who the fuck is Adam Hills? Uh, you'd, know, you'd know him, this cunt here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I know that fucking cunt. From like... I want to. I almost said Good News Week, but that's not what he is. That's he's not on like Spicks and Specs or some some gay some, shit. some shit like that. A Dragons player, Tata Amon, was found guilty uh, of attacking a roofer with a hammer. So this happened. A few, this happened a few. I think this happened like maybe last year. 
during the, I think maybe during the off season or something, just went on a rampage and attacked a roofer with a hammer. I think he, I don't know, I, I don't know the full ins and outs of the story, but him and I think his dad bashed this, uh, bashed this roofer, and he just fucking clocked the cunt with a hammer. Holy fuck! Guilty. Obviously, another yeah. one, dude. But you know the correlation here. What? West Tigers, Dragons, both shit clubs. Yeah, shit clubs. It definitely fucking happens to them, dude. Dude, See, what is it with fucking... The good clubs will cover this up. Yeah. No murderers in the eastern suburbs playing for the Roosters, you know? 100%, dude. The good clubs fucking cover it up, dude. It's like footy players just... It, this is the time of year, too, for all these stories to come out. Oh. All, it's postseason, just like fresh postseason. That's when all the stories that probably could have come out a little bit ago start fucking coming out, dude. Mate. Like two AFL players in the last week have been popped for drugs. What did they do? Like what drugs? Like steroids, Just, cocaine. You know what it is, bro. Cocaine. Recreational party drugs. Yeah, dude. It got so bad in the NRL that the Rugby League like Players Association was like, hey, no more drug tests in the off season. And that was one of the things that they bartered for in their bargaining agreement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much like one of the things that like the um, the AFL Players Association is sort of going towards now as well. Yeah. And like like Joel Smith from the Melbourne Demons, bro, came back that he tested positive to cocaine like a week out from finals. Bro. Yeah. You, he, Melbourne were a top four team. Yeah. They needed, like, tall key position players to be turning up and playing some fucking footy for them, dude. And this cunt is out doing fucking nose beers. Yeah, dude. Not even in the off-season, bro. It was coming up to the finals. Yeah. And Melbourne are already in a whole bunch of strife. Everyone's saying they've got, like, cultural issues and stuff like that. Their coach is a fucking pussy. Like, Clayton Oliver, like, their best fucking player, almost fucking ever, is just being a fucking dog cunt and just fucking around. Like, they just... it's And then... This other fucking player, Elijah Hollands, young player, dude, like, like would be like early 20s, like not even really established himself yet, gets done for being in possession of an illicit substance. And did they mention what it was? No, they haven't mentioned what it was yet. You assume, Bags. You assume young athlete, hot boy, yeah. up on the Gold Coast in, yeah. in the state that doesn't give a fuck about that team. Tick, tick, tick. Let's fucking go, dude. Yeah. It's funny, too, because, like, he just got traded from Gold Coast to Carlton. So, right. like, literally, like, a week after he got traded to Carlton, it was just, like, boom, in the news. Oh, do you reckon the Suns were kind of covering it up a little bit? Well, apparently Carlton knew about it. Yeah, okay. They just were just, like, it became with a little bit of, like, buyer beware. Like, if you're going to get this cunt. Yeah. Gold, him, Gold Coast told him. They were like, look, this is what happened. Yeah, he, well, he he's, he's hung up in the Gold Coast. And they were like... Yeah, dude, that's why we're pulling him out of there. Yeah, dude. We're trying to save this young boy from you. Yeah, he's you fucking... fucking where, where sports teams and dreams go to die. Yeah. The fucking Gold Coast. Instead of... Yeah, exactly right. Gold dude. Coast Suns were the team that, like, everyone got in trouble for when Carmichael Hunt and a whole bunch of others were dealing cocaine out of the club. Yeah, dude. That's rugby league. That's yeah. what happens when you get a rugby league player in, into the AFL. Dude. Yeah, of course. That's what fucking happens, dude. He's like, you know where we could spend our thousands of dollars we make every week? Getting bricks and then getting more money. Oh, bro. It's any team that is on the Gold Coast, I reckon it's got to be money laundering. It has it's to It's got to be. be money laundering. It's you, a front. You can't seriously think 
that you are going to build a successful sporting organization. No, on the on the fucking Gold Coast. You're out cunt. of your mind. You are fucking. You're on crack, dude. Yeah, dude. You're on crack cocaine. If you think that that's the real fucking thing that they're doing, dude, they're clearly money laundering. It it's, has to be. It's someone. Someone got up there and they went. I tell you right, this is what we need. We need thirty blokes, all fit, hot. Big muscular arms, quads for days. Tan. Tan. In the surf. In the surf. They all have beach hair. Getting fucking bolsy. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna then we're gonna put them out on a pitch for eighty minutes to how long does an AFL game go for? 120. That's a long game. Eighty minutes to 120 minutes a game, right? We're gonna have all these guys out there. They're not there for this. It is all just I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, what I will say. Mm-hmm. You get all you get all these hot boys up there. You know for a fact that no one's playing for a prem. They're playing to get paid as much money as what they can, to then live the life that you would want to live on the Gold Coast. Yeah. At first, they definitely want to go up there to win a premiership, but I think after a good season or two of realizing what you're in now, you just go, "All right." This is what happens in the AFL. A lot of them either go, "All right, I'm good enough." to be in the system and like make somewhere else and then they leave or they go, I'm getting, I'm look, I'm pretty lucky to be on an AFL list. No one knows who I am. I'm getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. And then those guys start doing drugs. Well, especially in the Gold Coast, it's really hard because I don't know if people know this, but you can't go anywhere without finding that prohibited substance. Anyway. You may have seen videos circulating online of Mexican men cutting open avocados mm-hmm. and inside the avocado is just bags. And that was a shipment that got sent straight to the Gold Coast. So when you're getting avo on toast at a cafe at the Gold Coast, yeah, they're spreading the avocado and they're just garnishing it with a little bit of a bag. To that's keep, why you to reckon like all those fitness freaks and stuff like up on the thing, that's why they love Smash Avo so much. I think it's, it, they dude. think it's so good for you. They're just like, honestly, my life, my outlook on life, my energy levels have fucking changed since I started eating more avocado. This is what I eat. I only eat once a day. I've lost 10 kilos. I've started numerous businesses that have failed. <laughs> <laughs> dude, fucking hell. Uh, great place to visit though, the Gold Coast. Oh, dude, it's a ripper place. You I'll can't. never, I'll never deny it. It's a great fucking place, dude. I would love to go up there and do stand up. Yeah, apparently okay. it's fucking great there. That's what people are telling me. Apparently, it's like it's like one of the better scenes in the country. But I swear to God, you Google stand up in the Gold Coast. The last time I did it, it was non-existent. Nah, it's all Instagram. Must be some underground fucking rooms, dude. Yeah, um, like it would be, it would, it would be a sick place to live and do stand up if you wanted to do it because you could pop up to Brisbane. Yeah. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, dude. Your boys are going to be in Brisbane next week. We're going to be in Brisbane. Next Friday? Dude, we're going interstate. Yeah, dude. How fucking... We're sick cuts, How sick is... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Isn't that like... But isn't that a little bit of a milestone when you realise it's... You're like, all right, I'm getting paid now to go play with some other... In some other dog's yard. Yeah, this is the first time, oh, not really the first time, but... You've obviously done the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, but you have to organise that. That's what I'm saying. Is like You say, the- I'm a comedian, I can do it. And they're like, here's a room that holds 23 people, have fun. This is the first time I've like travelled interstate for like a gig that I was just booked on. Mm. 
not like I've gone and done a festival. Yeah, it's like a gig where, and here's the good thing, you ro- we get to rock up, we don't have to worry about ticket sales, mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about any of the shit that goes into organising a show, like organising comedians, dealing with comedians, mm-hmm. f- fucking the flakiest, most annoying cunts to run a business. Like, I feel sorry for the Newcastle Comedy Club. Yeah. I've just fucking... The best job in the world, but also the worst job in the world for sure. Just dealing with cunts that are like, yep, definitely lock in the 14th. I'll be there. I'll be there. The day of the 14th. Yeah, dude. Well, there's a gig in my hometown and it's paying the same and I don't have to travel. So I'm just going to do this one instead. Okay. So that would fucking drive me nuts. That would drive me fucking nuts. And then you just have to kind of play it off like you're cool with it because you want to get that person back eventually. So you're like, Yeah. yeah, man, that's chill. No biggie. Go do that gig. That's sweet. Um, but no, dude, we're fucking going a good chat, dude. I've never been there. I'm fucking pumped. I stuck my nose in to watch uh, Hot Boys, The Dink, and Sammy Bow. Yeah, and it looks like it. It looks like a cool little room. Fuck yeah, I'm excited, bro. T- talking about gigs, how about Tuesday night open mic? Tuesday night open mic. Your dog's birthday. Yep, and. Mm. It was pretty funny because I just felt I wanted to do stand-up on my birthday. Yeah. Because most of my mates, like good mates, are all comics. Um, So I was like, fuck, like that would just be perfect to go and hang out there. Not a single one shot of your beer. So maybe I'm not friends with anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, dude, it was sick. Like I was excited to do it. I was in my my patented lube spot and I kind of panicked because I wanted to try some newer bits as well. And I've just been in one of the funkiest writer's blocks that I can, in recent memory. Yeah. How long you been in it? Bro, I want to say, honestly, months. Yeah, it gets like that. I want to say for like six months, I've written shit and I'm like, this, all right, I can kind of, I think I'll be able to work this out. And then for whatever reason, when I'm trying to do it on stage, I'm like, this is not, this is not what I thought when I thought of this. Yeah, I've, no, I've done that a, a good handful of times in fucking recent <sighs> months, dude. Yeah, it's a, it's not a fucking good place to be, man, when like you you know all of the things that you have come up with and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then you just like, what, like some, I for real went through a stage where I was like, dude, is that it? Have I done all of the funny that I am capable of doing? I've literally had this thought the past <laughs> the past three months. Yeah. I've just been like, I think I may have maxed out funny. And I think, I think I've burned I'm, through all my fuel. I think I'm going down the route of just, guy's got to kill a 10 minutes, but that's all he's got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck me, cunt. I was just sitting there like, fucking hell. And... um yeah, like it's tough when you're first up on an open mic as well because it's like you want to set the tone and you want it to be a good show. And yeah, you do. That Like there is a lot of pressure in being the luber. And at the same time, I was like, no, I want to try like, I want to try some of these bits. Talk about my life. Talk about why it's fucking so hard to be alive because everything's so expensive. Yeah. I'm like surely everyone can relate to that. And then you try drop try drop your version of what's happening in your world and ha- through the lens that you see it with. Yeah. And everyone else is just like, yeah, cool, man. So what else happened? And it's like, well, bumming on my birthday is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, that is that was very funny, though. They did not want a fucking bar of what you were talking no, about. No, dude. dude. Not first up. 
Nah, the sun was still out. The sun was still out, and I was fucking throwing haymakers. And it was pretty funny because as soon as I walked off, you went, "Well, sometimes you swing, man." <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Fuck, God!" That's when you know you've bo- eaten a dick. Is yeah. when like your your mate just looks at you and goes, "What? You you gave it a crack?" Son. You made me laugh very. Very hard in probably the one where you the thing that you bombed the hardest that oh that that was like the funniest thing was like no laughter and just hearing you piss yourself from the back of the room I'm like all right dude I was like all all the way out in the foyer yeah you were out in the foyer I fucking died laughing when dude. I was talking about the ham <laughs> <laughs> dude they. Did not like that one fucking bit. Yeah. The audience hated that. Dude. And that's the worst. But that's funny. That is funny to me. Yeah. And like, that's, what the fuck? That's the thing. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Because it's, it's a fucking edgier thing to talk about. Of course, dude. That's fucking, I think, honestly, obviously I'm very biased. I think that's where the best comedy is. Yeah. Like, I think that's, you know, if you're not pushing the bill, then what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't want to get what up there. What are you there doing? Be some yuppie cunt. But <laughs> fuck, man! Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it's it's funny, like, because there's two types of comedians laughing from the back. Yeah, there's the comedian that's laughing because they're like, you know what? That's generally a funny bit, and these guys aren't vibing with it. Or there's someone who's eating so many dicks on stage that they're just like, Ba-da-da-da, and they try something and no one laughs, and then the comedians are just like, what a fucking dickhead, dude. <laughs> dude, I get self-conscious about what I laugh at sometimes because, like, I don't want the audience to think that I genuinely think that what this person is doing is funny, at least funny comedically. Yeah. Like, people don't laugh at certain stuff. There are certain things that I laugh at very fucking hard. And it's not because I think that joke, that material is funny. It's the the whole situation and knowing what it's like up there. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, it's like the present. You, you're watching the present and you're watching them present it. Yes. And you know that the entire time in their head they're like, all right, it's not going well, but now I'm going to get him yeah. with this part. Like knowing what they were trying to do with that and, and then, then seeing it not work at all. Yeah. And then like some of them try and like recover with something else and it just makes it worse. Yeah. That to me is like funnier than anyone doing well. It's like... That's funnier than anyone's like well-crafted bits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching someone attempt a bike jump. Yeah. And they just fucking overshoot the mark and then just fucking land horribly and the bike splays out and they kind of do like a little bit of a roll, but then get up onto their feet and just like kind of try walk it off. Like, no, I meant to do that. There's a reason why on YouTube, like fail compilation videos get way more views than like win compilation videos. Oh, yeah. Because it's funnier. Yeah, dude. Fail compilation over dude perfect. Oh, 100% cunt. Yeah. 100% dude. And that's... That's what I fucking laughed at, dude. It's like you were just, they weren't liking almost anything that you were fucking doing. Yeah. You got them back a little bit. Then you lost them with something. Then you were kind of working your way towards getting them back. And then you just lost them lost with something else. And then you just went, you know what? Fuck yeah. And then you just <laughs> threw that at him, dude. And <laughs> <laughs> nothing, dude. Yeah. Nothing. And then I died laughing, dude. Fuck, that made me laugh, cunt. Well, here's the thing that like gives me a little bit of inspiration to kind of retweak and rework that bit because I've done classics on the, that same crowd and they were they were like, nah, I'm not about you, dude. Yeah. And it's so fucking funny how sometimes 
like two like two weeks ago, the Friday show that we did hadn't done stand up in two weeks or yeah. maybe last week. Get up, do the classics, have a fucking romper of a set, yeah. and I'm like fucking sick. Then go up, pretty much start the set in the same way, a little bit tentative, not really on board, half on board, back on. It was like one foot on, one foot off the board. Yeah. And then when they weren't getting on the board, I was like, get on the fucking board. Cunt. And then they were like, nah, dude, you're too aggressive with this. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's the difference, man. That's big difference between like showcases and open mics, man. Oh. It's just sometimes it's just fucking weird. But then the next night, dude, crowd work show. Crowd work show. And I was looking forward to that show like literally all day. I was really? just sitting there licking my chops. I was really nervous about it. I was the opposite. I was really nervous I was about so it, nervous to try new material where I was like, I've gotten in a groove with fucking crowd work where I, I know I can do relatively decent crowd work. So I was like, oh, this is my, this is mm. a kind of comfort zone for me because for the past however long I've worked like, I, I noticed ages ago that really good comics will be able to pull crowd work out and, you know, turn that into clips, make it as bits and shit. And I was like, I made a conscious effort to start practicing crowd work ages ago. Mm. So I've always kind of been working on it for the past, like, I want to say year and a half. Yeah. So I was like, I'm fucking excited to do this crowd work special. Dude, 15 people. Bro. What happened to you? Oh, what happened? <laughs> what happened to you when you went up there? I lubed up. What happened? So, so, dude, I got up there. Yeah. There was two artists that were sitting in the crowd mm. that were just being some fucking cunts to Luke. So I just, I went from doing crowd work to just the roast of whoever I saw and just started fucking pounding cunts, dude. Dude, I will say something to you, dude. It was honestly unhinged. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was fucking crazy what you were doing. Yeah, I just went on a rampage. You just like started, you, you just went straight to PAs, dude. Yeah. You were just personal attacks. Yeah. Personal attack Bradley is what you, yeah, you became up there, dude. And you just fucking went in on two people who definitely deserved it and then just unsuspecting cunts in yeah. the fucking audience. My favorite was the unsuspecting cunts because they were really about it. They were. Yeah, sure. like the guy that had the Ragnar Lothbrok haircut. Yeah. And I was ragging on him. He liked it. He sure. loved it. Yeah. And then like the two artists were just annoying cunts. They were fucking very annoying. They were very annoying. You know what it was funny, dude, is that like they just acted how they looked. That a hundred percent. And that fucking pissed me off. And the thing that the, the I think the the funniest thing that I found about it was like so guys, these people mm. were just smug artists. Yeah. That, you know, you know the type of smug artist that we're talking about, someone who just thinks that they're better than everyone else. It's like, actually, art imitates life, and life actually imitates art, if you think about it. And this whole world that we're living in is truly actually just one big art piece. Yeah. And you've got to step outside of your life to look at the art and embrace the art and be one with the art and then know that that is actually art and I'm arty. Yeah, that was and then wear gay clothes. And then, dude, how funny was the hoop earrings when I was just fucking ragging on that cunt about his cunt, yeah. hoop, hoop earrings? <laughs> yeah, you fucking. You he looked like him, dude. you know. He looked like, and I, this was like the analogy they said. I was like, you look like the evil guy from Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, he does. He had this. Was it Jafar or something? Yeah, I don't know who who. The, like, I wish my Disney knowledge was better when I was ragging on him. 
But my guess is Jafar. Tell me how f- close I am. Jafar, dude. Let's go. This guy fully. Jafar, dude. He looked like Jafar. Yeah. The fucking Jafag is what he <laughs> That's who he was, dude. Dude, yeah, fuck. He was one parrot and a goatee away from being Jafar. But, like, <laughs> just that, like, Google Jafar, guys. This is his face, like, skinny, gaunt, big nose, wearing gold hoop earrings, just being... They always have, like, a, one of those, like, bags that they carry over yeah. their shoulder, like a book bag. I don't know. It's just gay shit. Like a Woolworths bag, but, like, cotton. Yeah, it's like a hemp one. Okay. Yeah, dude. A yeah, hemp like a or hessian hemp, one. Hemp. Well, it's not a tote bag. That's... Hey, you know what, dude? It's so gay, you and I don't even know what it is. <laughs> That's how straight That's we are, That's how fucking dude. straight we are, dude. I don't even know what type of bag it was. Yeah, the crowd work was, was funny. How did you go? Because I had to... I saw that there was an opportunity to do an open mic, so I was like, I'm going to get. I'm gonna catch this open mic. So I had to jump in the car with friend of the show, Adam Ronan. Bro, I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> I was actually very nervous. Very, very nervous because, you know me, I don't really like... I don't like crowd work. I don't like interacting with the audience really at all. I like going up there doing what I want to fucking do. I don't really do crowd work that much. Yeah, you're not a party person. No. So I know what it, but I know that like it needs to be something that I have to work on and get better at because the times that I have done, I've never done bad crowd work. I just prefer not to do it at all. So I was like, fuck it. I got to do it. So I was real nervous because I'm like, fuck Everyone else who'd gone up really before me had done pretty well. Like, I think there might have been, like, one or two people that didn't do that great. But everyone else, like, did well. So I was like, all right, fuck, I better go up. And then I got up there, dude. Sort of started just fucking around. Luckily, Liam went up. Liam Callum went up before me. Fuck, he he crushed, He crushed, dude. Didn't expect that at all, dude. He might have been, like, one of the best I think he was. He fucking made it. He was fucking great. So luckily I just sort of talked about something that he was and then I fucking was talking a little bit more and then it wasn't going too bad and then those cunts started fucking piping up. Yeah. Those cunts started fucking piping up. And then he was, I like said something to him and I was like, don't worry, like I'm not going to pick on you as much as Brad did. That's fine. And then everyone sort of like laughed and I thought that was going to be it. But then, like, he, dude, he then started going, like, yeah, man, what the fuck was his problem? What the <laughs> fuck was his problem, man? He was so mean. Why would he do that? He was so mean. And then, um, and then, it, and then I was like, yeah. And then I talked about, like, what he said about him and then about what you said about him. And then everyone started laughing. I was like, I was like, yeah, but you know, like, you do look like that. Yeah. Like, you do look like that. And then he goes, and then he goes, why would he even do that? He's so mean. He was so mean. And then I was, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, might have to do with something. It might have something to do with the fact that you're here now going, what does it mean? What does it mean? Me, 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 me. And then everyone just died laughing at him, dude. And then I called him a fucking pussy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you being a fucking pussy, dude. And then I like was talking about something else with this lady who was here by herself. And then I asked her about like, did you have any dreams growing up? And then she was like, no, nah, I didn't really have any dreams going up and stuff like that. That's and a lie. I, and then I was like, well, whatever it was, it definitely wasn't fucking turning up to something like this by yourself, was it? And then everyone more laughed. And then he fucking butted in again, dude. That was his problem. Like, he's wondering why everyone's picking on him. Yeah, it's because shut the fuck up, Shut cunt. up, cunt. Just fucking shut up, dude. And then he said something to me. And then you tipped me off about this before I went up. So, like, he, I didn't even acknowledge what he said. I just looked at him and I was like... 
You went into the girls' bathroom before, man. What's up with that? Oh yeah. And I everyone was like, ooh. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck's with that, dude? That's you went to the woman's bathroom. You knew it was a woman's bathroom. What are you doing in there, bro? Like and I was just like grilling. <laughs> and I, was, I was just grilling him on going, and he got like embarrassed. And he was like, "Oh, you know, fucking nothing, man." And I was like, "I was like, what are you doing in there?" And he goes, "Nothing, man. None of your business. None of your business." And I go, "Sounds pretty fucking sus to me, guys." And then everyone was like, everyone was like laughing at him and shit like that. And he goes, and then I, and then I was like, and then I was like, "That sounds pretty sus to me, man." This is the guy that fucking gays against groomers is warning us about. <laughs> Everyone just laughed and like I got him like real fucking good. Then uh, I was like, yeah, him. I was like, got him, cunt. Did he shut up after that? Then he started, Then he shut up, and then I just was, you know, talking to people and stuff like that. And then, and then I ended up kind of just like something led into like a bit that I've kind of been thinking about doing anyway. So then I sort of just went into that, and then it was fine. And then, then fucking, I sort of just went towards the end, and I saw that fucking James was waving the light, and I was like, right, sick, I'm gonna fucking get off. And then I just got off and. Head straight to head the stag. Head straight to the stag. Dude, head how, how good is it doing two gigs in a night? Dude, how fucking good is like being super nervous about a show and then ended up doing really fucking well? And then you're just like on a high because I was like, I just did fucking well, dude. This is great. Yeah. Comedy is sick, dude. And then you go to an open mic and you bomb your fucking dick off. Yeah. Well, fuck. <coughs> dude, I ate dicks at the stag. Yeah, you did eat a few dicks. I ate a few dicks, dude. Yeah. I got them back in patches, but for the most part, as a whole, the set was bad. The worst part, like, yeah, it's just, I think we've said it before, like, just the way that room can splay out yeah, is the only thing that makes it fucking difficult. When, You've got like, to have, like, 50 people. Yeah, know? if everyone's jammed, like, if people are all jammed in the front there, then it's fucking sick. But when people start splaying out to the side, and then you've got separation between tables, and you feel like you're placating to, like, the different people there. Yeah. It can make it fucking tough. The worst part was as well, I was like, all right, I'll just do some stuff that I know works to get them to like me. Then I'll go into this new stuff. Yeah. And I want to do this bit that I've been thinking about, about Healthy Harold. And yeah. did Healthy Harold ever visit your course, school? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and basically, like, the premise is going into, we went into a van as a child. We went into this van. So for our American listeners, we should explain what Healthy Harold is. Yeah. So Healthy Harold is like a van, like a caravan, sometimes like a bus that can rock up to your primary school. And it's all dark and illuminated in there. And there's like some trippy lights and stuff. And you'll meet a person who is the puppeteer for a giraffe called Healthy Harold. Yes. This and is an educational yeah. Like, rite of passage for Australia. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah like, how you learn about, like, recreational drugs is, like, by, like, someone who, like, definitely does recreational drugs. That's my bit, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, definitely, dude. Yeah, so, the, like, the whole premise is, like, you go into this darkly lit van that has, like, cool <laughs> lights, and you meet a person, and that person will tell you the dangers of doing recreational drugs. Yeah, and like smoking and shit. Yeah, through that through healthy Harold the giraffe that's saying like it shouldn't like you shouldn't do drugs. This whole concept is made up of someone who definitely does a heap of recreational like drugs. How many cuz health healthy Harold is obviously like just a job that you can get. Yeah. So how many of these cunts are like rocking up hungover? Yeah, or like stoned. think about like teachers do that. 
Yeah, let alone All the people the that have like part time jobs where they go in and do a shift as fucking healthy Harold. Dude, I used to have I used to have a teacher that would literally have like whiskey in his coffee, mm. and that was not that's not uncommon. Like alcoholics are fucking everywhere, dude. And healthy Harold like tells you like <laughs> not to do drugs. The whole thing is fucking definitely thought of someone who who does drugs. But the other part of like the bit that I wanted to get into was basically. As soon as that is over, as soon as it's over, you go back into school and they're like, yo, never, ever, ever go into a random van ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Connor, I just met a giraffe that can talk. Like, yeah, dude. what else could be out there in random vans? You just dropped 30 of us in one. Yeah. Like fucking hell! What are you talking about? Fuck yeah, that's so funny. Dude. So I wanted to, I wanted to do my healthy Harold premise, and then I fucking I see Ethan giving me the light. I'm like, God damn! I've been up here. That's why sometimes five minutes ain't long enough. It's like, not. I think maybe a good open mic that we need to propose to some of the boys would be fucking like six comics that get ten minutes each, just to f- really figure out new bits. Work yourself into some holes. Try figure your way out of it. Mm. And then go from there. But we need a beer. Yeah. So we'll take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Bruh. Yeah. You know what I did on the f- on fucking Friday? I took the day off work. Yeah, I was did a, I was originally going to have a game of golf with uh, good friend Drake. And um, so we tried to book in and we couldn't find Anywhere that could get us in before like two o'clock or three o'clock. Yeah. It's like, fuck, cunt. I'm not not sitting around doing that. So the, there's a movie, a new Martin Scorsese movie called... Scorsese. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Have you seen any of the Yeah, man. I've the seen trailers? the trailer a few times. And I, the trailer I wanted looks, to go see it. The trailers look fucking hectic. Yeah. I'll tell you this, dude. Don't go see it. Really? Bro... When I'm talking like the one of the longest movies, it is. It is. I've seen that it's got a bit of a bad rap for how its runtime. It's like th- it's almost four hours long. Cut. Hey, bro, they're getting out of hand with how long movies are now. Yeah. Remember when you could bank on a movie easy being ninety to a hundred minutes, the perfect time. An hour thirty, hour four. Like if you got like an hour fifty long, you'd be like, "Fuck, this movie's long." Yeah. Now you cannot find a movie that is less than two and a half hours long. And I wonder, like, are they doing it so once they get you, they got you in there? Is that what this is about? Because, dude, I'll tell know. you this: if you've seen, if you've seen the fucking trailers, you've just about seen all the good parts. That's what annoys me about trailers too. You know, you know when sometimes you watch like a three-minute-long trailer. Yeah, bro, forty-five seconds at the max. Yeah. If you haven't convinced me to see your movie in forty-five seconds, don't even bother, cunt. I know everything that's going to fucking happen. Like, you know when you see certain things and you recognize the scene from the trailer and you go, oh, something's about to happen here. You might not know what it is, yeah. but you know something is going to happen and that takes a piece of it away. The, exactly. Dude, the whole time I was waiting for that weird guy to, like, knock on the door and be like, been sent down here from Washington to see about these murders. Yeah. See what about these murders? Who's doing it? Mm. I was like... When that part happens, shit's gonna maybe get hectic. Mm. And just the whole time I was waiting for shit to get hectic. 
And there was a few moments that you're like, okay, oh, we're we're building into the hecticness. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a full-out fucking war between the white fucking cunts trying to get the oil money and the Native Americans. That's what I was there for, dude. I yeah. was there for fucking a race war back in the day over fucking oil money, and it just doesn't happen, dude. It doesn't happen the whole movie. No, like I was expecting like a bit of an uproar, big battle, maybe like some Lord of the Rings shit, some real cowboys and <laughs> Yeah, shit. it was only really a battle between those two in like the very beginning stages. And then once they got the Colt Revolver, they were just like, oh, it's done. So if the movie, there was already revolvers in it, it's like... That's it's, it's the over movie back. they should have made, dude. It's they over They should have made, like, who's the, who are the Indians that fucking Joe Rogan always beats his dick? Comanches. Comanches. That where, Where's a Comanche movie, dude? We need a Comanche movie of, like, white people trying to move across that land in Texas or wherever it yeah. is. Getting fuck-eyed by just Comanches on horseback with bow and arrow. That's what we really need. Yeah. And then eventually one cunt sitting down one day, he's like, dude, what happens if instead of a fucking huge gun, we've just got this little one? And we yeah. just go, beep, beep, beep. You can shoot six at a time. Yeah. Instead of having to shoot, reload, shoot, you just yeah. went, pop, 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 pop. And then he's like the hero of the nation. Yeah, Samuel that, Bolt. That's what they need. They need a fucking Hollywood cunts. Go make that movie, bruh, then I'll watch it. But what but, was it about, really, then? <sighs> the whole premise is about, so Robert De Niro's character can see that there's opportunity by, like, white people marrying these Indians Mm. that own the rich oil land and then eventually, like, getting them to, like, name the land in the white people's name in case of an emergency, like, in case there's a... Because their life expectancy is not very long. Yeah. So if the white people are married to them, then eventually what will happen is... When a Native American dies, the white person will get that land and then Robert De Niro will essentially get richer. Sick. That's what it's about. And there's white boys that are marrying these Indian women and then all of a sudden people just start fucking dying. And I I don't want to give away the movie too much, Mm. but, yeah, it basically comes down to, spoiler alert, Robert De Niro is like the uncle to Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and it goes to like a trial for like some of these murders. Right, okay. So, yeah, okay. And dude, at one point Drake just like leans over to me because we were like, you can't watch a movie without healing. For sure, of course, you need to heal. And he was like, he just leans over to me, he goes... Bro, I feel like I've been in here for a week. And we just like <laughs> we just pissed ourselves laughing. But it like it did make me think of the conversation that we've had previously. I think, dude, that in twenty years, Max, cinemas are gonna be just a thing of the past. They're gonna be like something that's like a novelty that you go to as like a fun, like, whoa, we're doing this. Yeah. Like you know when you there's like Novelty like drive-ins Yeah Like you go there And be like Oh this is what they used to Fucking do Dude drive-ins were Fucking everywhere Back in the day Yeah Or like a Or like a rollerblade rink A roll Yeah yeah For sure Where like there's like A roller disco Oh everyone's gonna be dancing But we're rollerblading Cause that's what they did In the 70s Every weekend It'll just Once at a blue moon It'll pop up Cause dude You're sitting around 
Yeah. In a dark room with a massive screen with a bunch of other randoms that want to watch the shit that you watch. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, like, you just want to fucking pause the movie and heal or fucking get some food or oh, something. Oh, well, yeah, you know me. I'm, I'm a big bong break in movies. Yeah. I need them. Like, every, roughly the, the length of an episode of The Office, that's where I want my bong breaks. Yeah. You know, obviously you can't be doing that every fucking 25 minutes, so I stretch it out a little bit. But, like, you can't, I, the last movie I went and saw, we talked about this, is I went and saw Oppenheimer. And, like, halfway through the movie, I just, like, wasn't high anymore. Yeah. And I was like... This and there's still an hour and a half left of the fucking movie. Yeah, right? then you get over being in the movie. I start, like, going, fuck, like, I need to get up and piss, but I refuse to piss because, like, I don't like missing any parts of the movie. Yeah. And then you just hear some cunt three fucking rows in front of you eating the loudest packet of whatever the fuck he's eating. Yeah. People get bored and they put their phone up so I can see the light. Coming up from someone with looking at their phone or whatever, or people talking to people, whoever they're with and shit. Dude, going to the movies actually fucking sucks, I think. Mm. And like with how good TVs are and how good sound systems are and shit like that. You don't need it. You don't it. need it, bro. That's why I'm saying it's a thing of the past, You man. don't need it. We watched a movie and we thought, we looked at each other and thought, I kind of do want to watch that. And okay. we go, all right, we'll get it. Wasn't out yet. Had to buy it. So I rented the movie. I rented it seven bucks. It's whatever. It's a coffee. How funny is it when you can purchase the movie? Yeah, I'm never gonna purchase it for twenty five bucks, bro. I'm gonna see it one time. Yeah, you fucking crazy fucks. Unless it's the Dark Knight. Yeah, you're out of your fucking mind, cunt. And and then I fuck we we buy it, dude. The movie we decided to watch, dude, was Fast X. Like Fast and the Furious? Yeah. Oh, the latest no. Fast and the Furious movie. The one no, with Jason mate. Momoa in it, dude. You didn't do that. Yeah, dude. We watched it. Fast X, the 10th Fast and Furious movie, dude. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. Was, is Vinny D in this? Yeah, of course, bro. Yeah, Here's fam- the thing, dude. Family. I'm not going to fucking lie, dude. The Fast and the Furious movies rip. You like the them. Fast and the Furious? I love the Fast and the Furious movies, dude. Oh, you lost I me. think they are the fucking sickest shit, dude. And here's the thing, dude. I know the reason why you don't like it, and it's the same reason of why I do like it. Okay, they're outrageous. Listen, I've always held the belief and known known this as fact that everything that you see in a movie is on purpose. Everything that you see in a movie is a choice because I've done everything a thousand fucking times. Everything you see is on purpose, dude. The Fast and the Furious franchise, it's is self-aware. It they know what they're doing. They know the stereotypes of their movies. They know what people make fun of. They know what people don't like, dude, and they lean into it. And that's what I fucking <laughs> and that's what I love about it, dude. I because I I if you watch the Fast and Furious movies, dude, I swear to fucking God, dude, if you watch them through that lens, they are dead set funnier than almost any comedy that is being released today. It, it's so fucking like me and my fucking partner were hosing ourselves on the fucking couch at certain points in that movie because of how fucking funny it is that that is definitely the thing that they landed on and that is the thing that they wrote into the movie that they spent all this fucking money on dude it's some of the things like the things that like just defy 
any type of realism and even physics and shit like that. Oh, they're, yeah. They're so outwardly not real that, like, personally, I think if anyone goes, it's so fucking unrealistic. It's like, you're being dumb. You missed the point. You're, you're, you're missing you it, You missed dude. the bit. They're being self-aware. They know what they're doing. You don't accidentally make a billion-dollar franchise, bro. Yeah. You don't accidentally do it. So then you watch it through that lens, knowing that they know what everyone makes fun of them for. And then you see them go ahead and do some of the things you do, dude. It's the Fast and the Furious definitely might be one of the most like intricate embedded into the zeitgeist of society bits of taking the fucking piss that there might ever have been, dude. And that is why the Fast and Furious movies are fucking awesome, dude. I'll tell you Because you see what they do and you just... The whole movie, you're just going, fuck Fuck off! You know, Fuck off, cunt! Do you know and why then they I don't just get do around it? him? Why? There's a uh, there's a guy in there, and his name's Paul Walker. Do you know Paul Walker? Of course, I know who Paul Walker is, dude. A lot of people say that Paul Walker's a hot boy. Yeah, a lot well, of who, people think that he's got baby blues that you could get lost in. Yeah, well, I mean, like the whole second movie is based around his eyes. Yeah, you know what else is that with Paul Walker? What? He's a fucking pedophile, dude. Yeah, yeah, he does groom. He did groom. Yeah, he was. He dating dating his like sixteen year olds. He's sixteen year olds' daughter's best friend. Yeah, he was hooking up with, and everyone like when he died, everyone's like, "What a tragedy!" Here's my hot take: catch you later, cunt. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, no shade of that. It's been I, a long day without you, my friend. Yeah, dude. Hundred percent. You can't do it. You can't. You can't do. You can't. And dude. I can't fuck with that. I can't fuck with Vin Diesel. I get that there's. I get that there's all these inside jokes and shit like that. But I just, I look at it as a steaming pile of trash. And you're right to think that, dude. That people openly like take the piss out of, and they're like, yeah, like you know, sometimes we take the piss out of ourselves as well. But you know what, dude? Hollywood's full of dirty. Dirty dogs. That is true, man. That is definitely fucking true. But that, to me, that doesn't change the fact that, like, I I have a lot of... Oh, you'd be on Epstein's Island then. Bro, dude. I have is a lot... Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, That's a lot you like what you're saying. You fucking know what I'm saying, Is dude. that like you just went to defend a pedophile, dude? No, dude. <laughs> That's not what I'm fucking saying, dude. I'm not... <laughs> Listen, I'm not defending... I'm not defending a man going for the freshest pulse imaginable. I'm not defending that. I'm just saying that it is very funny that these people make these fucking movies knowing full well that majority of people think that their work is like a steaming pile of shit and then still being like, well, we're going to make it even more smelly this mm. time. We're going to make it even more. Because every single... I'm going to make it more pungent. I'm going to make it more pungent, dude. Like John Cena's in it. Oh, yeah. Dies. Jason Statham's in it. Does he die? He doesn't die. Jason Statham, Jason Statham's fucking in it. Vinny D obviously is fucking in it. Ludacris is in it. Like all of the people that are fucking in it, of course, like at the very end of the movie, they bring back a character that they killed off like four movies ago. Makes no sense that they would still be alive. Oh, yeah. And does it explain how he faked his death? It's not even that character. It's a whole other character, bro. And then... At the end of the fucking movie, dude. I had dude, to fake my death, but it came back. At the end of... Because we're family. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the movie, dude, they... It, the movie kind of just ends, and then you find out that, like, the last three... It's going to be a three-part series. Oh, dude. They've turned, they're going to do The Hobbit, bro. They're going to do... 
three separate it could have all been done in one thing. You just get to the end of like a two and a half hour long movie, dude. Nothing is answered. Nothing is solved. It's just been like one big chase or action sequence like after the other from like two, two and a half hours. And the first like 20 minutes of the movie, dude, is just like them almost obnoxiously like making fun of you as an audience member, establishing how important his family is. Oh, it's so, dude, it's fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> it's like, I understand that people are like, whatever, bro, but here's the thing, dude. Maybe you guys just don't think about films as deeply as I do, and that's just the fucking reality of the fact. But you watch fucking Fast X, dude, and tell me if at the end you don't think that's the funniest piece of cinema in the last three or four years. Yeah. Dude, genuinely fucking hilarious, bro. Like, some of the things that they do and say, like, was... Dude, me and my girlfriend were fucking like crying with laughter at thing at some of the things that they were fucking doing and saying, dude. Like you just watch it and you go, there's not a chance anyone could earnestly, unironically release that as content thinking it's good. Yeah. That's what so and, you and recommend. it was, just, it was I recommend, recommend it, dude. I'm into watching movies that is a fun time. All right. And it's a fucking it was fun, bro. Fun. You can you can let us know. You can leave us a voicemail. Yeah, bro. Jason Momoa is like a schizophrenic gay guy. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a flamboyant like gay guy that's like the son of a drug lord and he like paints his nails and wears like fucking bright colours and shit. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's nuts. Oh, Jesus. So fucking funny, bro. All right. Um, mate, why don't we do the... Uh Sunday tradition on this fine Sunday and do a little bit of this one. The Sunday roast. <clears throat> do you want to start or do you want me to kick it off? I want you go first. Okay. So a man has been arrested after a deputy has found him rocking in his vehicle with a stuffed animal. So the judge has charged uh, this man, Theodore T. Morgavan the third. The third. So there's been two other guys before this with possession of a cro- a with possession of a controlled substance, methamphetamine, uh, after basically deputies had found him having sex with a stuffed animal in his vehicle. Right. And I just think that this is fucking this is fucking hilarious. So at uh, at, at twelve forty five AM October eighth a Baxter County Sheriff deputy observed a vehicle in the mid-store and lock. He stated that he observed the vehicle was rocking. So as he's approached the vehicle, he's found that uh, Mr. Morgavan was having sex with a stuffed animal in the back of his vehicle. While being booked into the Baxter County Detention Center, uh, he stated that another deputy found approximately three grams of methamphetamine in possession of the man. After reviewing the case, the judge found probable cause to charge the man and his bond has been set at $5,000. Bro, can you imagine getting locked up in the slammer, mm. getting charged with possession of a fucking Schedule 1 drug in methamphetamine yeah. and being in the big boy prison? Yeah. And everyone's around and they like, what are you in here for? What have you done? Blah, blah, blah. And they find out that you were high on meth 
fucking a stuffed animal in a fucking car park and got caught. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, ima- not only imagine that, imagine you get one phone call. Yeah, dude. You get one phone call, dude. And that is the thing. Whoever you fucking choose to be on the other end of that phone, that's what they're going to hear. Dude, they're going to... Yeah, they're going <laughs> to... <laughs> like, imagine you have to, like, call your parents. Oh, dude. Well, Im- Because they're, like, like, the people who would bail you out or whatever. And the, well, the funniest thing about about all of this as well... Is imagine this guy not rocking up to work Monday, and everyone's like, "Where's, where's Teddy the third? Where's our boy? Like, what's going on? He's not yeah, at work." Where's today. little Ted? Where's little Ted? Yeah, where's Teddy Junior, dude? Teddy Junior Junior. Yeah, Teddy Junior Junior. Where's Junior Junior? Where's JJ? Yeah, and it's just like, oh, TJJ got locked up in the slammer, dude. He got high on the fucking on the methamphetamine and was. Fucking a stuffed animal. Bro, that's There's fucking crazy, dude. Imagine that's how you know meth must be so, so good. So fucking good, dude. So fucking good. So good that like you are you are so high and you don't have anything to fuck that you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna go to this Barnes and Noble and just purchase a fucking stuffed animal. That's fucking outrageous, dude. It's it's such a crazy thing to have to admit to. Like, call your fucking parents or your wife or whatever and be like, listen, I've been locked up. And they'll be like, what happened? And you just have to go, hey, don't worry about it. Just Can you just come and bail me out? And they're like, what did you do? And you're like, fuck. I need $5,000. What for? You know what? I killed someone. <laughs> I would just admit to something else. Dude, people would be more proud if you did. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'd be like, Taylor? Taylor killed someone? Really? Yeah. Damn, he must have had a pretty good reason. Definitely, dude. Fucking fucking Danny the Serb was getting in my fucking face, dude. <laughs> and I was like, what, cunt? You want to fucking go, cunt? Boom. And I fucking fucked him up, you dude. You butched him. I didn't fuck a stuffed animal in my car high on meth, dude. I took out a dangerous underworld figure. Yeah. Please come and pay five grand to get me yeah, out. And they're like, well, the five grand, grand sounds pretty cheap for someone who just fucking killed someone. You're just like... Are you going to come or not? <laughs> Stop asking questions. Dude, this phone call is going to end in 30 seconds. Do you have the five stacks or not? Have I made the wrong call? Mm. Outrageous, dude. And that guy's got to live with that for the rest of his life. That's going to be on his permanent record whenever he gets pulled over. Dude, the funniest thing as well is an officer would have observed a rocking vehicle mm. in a car park and he would have been like, some horny teenagers are getting Shh. into it over here. Shit. These motherfuckers just made my night over here. Yeah. And he rocks up and then he just like fucking shines his little torch in and sees fucking Teddy JJ just fucking knocking the back out of a fake fucking horse, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you cut a hole in it or do you just like, like how a dog roots a blanket? You sort of, it's more just friction than just, anything. <laughs> yeah, there, there was probably a friction burn in the back of it that formed a hole, I'd suggest. Yeah, but you know what they say, dude? You never get caught on your first try. You don't. You never get caught on your first try, dude. How many stuffed animals has he been through? Because oh. meth is like, they're tenacious. Oh, dude, they'll go for hours, days. Yeah, dude, they're up and about. They fucking got to make moves, dude. They're on quest trying to find fucking copper and shit. Yeah, lunatics. Dude, that's so fucking funny, man. Like, Who's your, who's your roast, brother? Look, my roast is, 
it's something that fucking I can't I I deal with every fucking week, dude. And I don't necessarily know what it is. And I'm not throwing shade because this I've been at in Newcastle for a year now. Congratulations. Happy year. One dude. year, dude. Last week. Best movie ever made. Hundred percent. Love living up here, dude. Newcastle's fucking great. Love the beaches. Love the weather. Love everything about it. One thing that has been fucking pissing me off since I fucking got here, dude, is that the fucking service industry here is dog shit. It's fucking dog shit. Where are you talking about in particular? Merriweather? Listen, dude, I'm talking about grocery stores. Oh. Bro, at the fucking checkout... Like when you you buy like a trolley full of fucking groceries and shit like that, dude. The service and just how fucking good people are at like literally just scanning shit and packing bags, dude, is fucking crazy, bro. Everyone here, it takes them so fucking long, dude, that I get like furious. Where I'm just like, bro, put it in the fucking bag. And the way that they, like, pack shit is just retarded. Like, I don't know if, like, the ACT has, like, some, like, sort of, like, draconian, like, communist fucking dictator that, like, runs Woolworths and, like, fucking kidnaps people's families and shit to, like, make them work with, like, the tiniest bit of fucking haste. But they don't have that up here, dude. It seems like every single fucking person that I is working at Woolworths has healed. <laughs> has has fucking been healing in the car park or something yeah, like that, dude. And now they're taking 20 fucking minutes to put my, like, 30 items through the scanner and in a fucking bag, dude. And I know that this sounds fucking crazy to be complaining about, dude, but it drives me up the fucking wall, dude. Hurry up, cunts. I tell you what you need to do. What? You need to do your next weekly shop. I want you to go to Aldi. I go to Aldi every week. Maybe, do you, maybe I'm in a rich area. You must be, dude. And they're like, all kids of, like, rich people who, like, parents make them get a job yeah. to, like, understand the value of money. Yeah. But they're just rich kids, so they don't give a fuck. I see a lot of private school-looking cunts working at Woolies. Dude, it's funny that you talk about this, because today I went to the deli at the local shop, and I was purchasing some stuff to make a big breakfast, and I go, can I get X amount of hash browns? Yeah. And the person goes, we don't have that many. And I was like, Okay. And they go, we've got some in the frozen section. And to their credit, they told me exactly where they are. Well, that's good. Go to this fridge up in the top drawer. I'm like, swell. I go there. There's stuff so far back that you can't even actually see where it is. Mm. I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm opening the door. I'm like, I can't see it. Someone else walks past. And I was like, yo, where are the hash browns at? And she's like, oh, they should be here. And she, then she goes... Hey, Julie. Julie's the chick working at the deli that literally told me exactly where they (laughs) were. So she fucking storms out of the deli, walks up, rips the door open, jumps up on like the first shelf of like the freezer and just grabs a bag and just like forcefully sticks it behind her head for me just to grab. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. I was so, so fucking, I felt like such a coward and such a dumb dog. That's but at Aldi, dude, the ones that I go to, and I've, I've seen multiple people take the piss out of this, and I think that they get like, they have to scan a certain amount of items. Like, I think it's like a fucking KPI. Because these cunts, bro, are just... Boop, boop, yeah, they're boop, going boop, for the world boop, record. Boop, 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 
and you're like, it turns into a game of you just shoveling shit. Yeah. Straight it's into It's a game show. Tro- yeah, straight it's right into, into a fucking tro- game show. You're just throwing glass jars and fucking cans of baked beans and fucking fruit and vegetables. Just You're just shoveling it just straight into the trolley. You're like, don't worry, bro. I'll break half the shit. Definitely. And I'll take that fucking brand new crock pot that you've got in the special aisles that I totally don't need. Yeah, we use the self-serve in Aldi. Aldi has a self-serve? The one that I go to. Fuck, you living, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm living in an affluent area, dude. Fuck. That Al- that Aldi's part. have self-serve. That's fucking wild. Cut. Yeah, dude, because I, I fucking refuse like to go. I fucking hate that shit. And then just back to the Woolies thing, man. Like today, did grocery shopping today, put all my shit on the fucking conveyor belt. And I swear to, I swear to you not, dude, this fucking bitch that was working there, dude, was going so fucking slow. With for the people in front of me, that I it got halfway down the conveyor belt and I just started putting my shit on another conveyor belt. Yeah, like I just went to the one next to me and I just looked at how fast they were going and I just moved my shit over there before someone else went onto them and just moved my whole trolley full of shit from one conveyor belt to the to the one next to it. And then when I fucking we got all the way through, we get I got handed our receipt. At the exact same time that the person who was in front of me on the other conveyor belt got handed their receipt. And I was just like, fuck, I cannot believe how fucking slow it is, dude. Why are you going I to have s- bongs to get home to, dude. Why aren't you going to self-serve in Woolworths then? Because we, have, we get too much more in... You get too we, much shit to do Yeah, too much shit. So we go... We, and, and the Woolworths is way more busy than the Aldi. Yeah. So, like, the self-serve is, like, full of people using it. Like, it's completely free when you go to Aldi. That's why you can use a trolley there. Because I'm a big, like, you don't use a trolley and self-serve at, like, Woolworths and Coles if there's heaps of people. Yeah, it's a bit rude, like, isn't it? Like, come on, cunt. Yeah. That's, that's not for you. That's Buy your frankness, your lube, and your fucking eggplant and get home, cunt. <laughs> yeah, take your fucking celery and get home, cunt. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's why I fucking don't. But, yeah. But, that you know what, dude? Hey, guys. This is a comedy podcast. I understand that's not that funny. Yeah, it's a bit of a first world problem. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just, I just sit there and go like, fucking hurry up, dude. Yeah. It's just annoying. The boy's got to heal. He's got some self-medicating to do. I've got some self-medicating to do. Well, mate, mate, I appreciate you popping by. Mate, always a pleasure. Let's, hey, before we bounce. Yeah. There is something that I need to discuss with uh, some of the loyal disciples out there. Yep. The the football team. Yeah, dude. Hey, you know what, dude? Haven't thought about it in months. Yeah, and a lot, and I've got a few messages and people going, "What's happening? Are we still having a get together? What's going to go on?" We will probably look to do this maybe in to align with the football season. Yeah, like it's this is for like the twenty twenty four season. We're thinking we'll do a season launch for this. Okay, and the reason is. Dude, everything's very expensive at the moment. Yeah. And we're trying to get some finances in order. And yes. the boys have been putting their pretty pennies away to build the uh, the podcast studio. We've had to... A lot of people have asked about filming. What's happening? I thought you guys were going to film fucking four months ago. What happened? We've purchased cameras. We've got lighting. We've just literally today finished up the setup of how we think we are going to be able to film in the future. Yes. And we're hoping within the next few weeks that you'll start to be able to see some clips of the pod going up. We've we've got we've rearranged the curtains, we've rearranged the set, we've had to move the set. We've moved the set. 
Because, guys, what we did do is we did film, but we didn't want to give you some shit fucking product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The The way it looked when we filmed, to me, looked very fucking average. And here's the thing, because we looked at it from a non-filmer's eye. Yeah. And we're like, we've got the perfect setup. We just need to slap a, few, a camera here and a camera there. But what happens is the cameras end up clashing. You don't want to see a camera filming a camera and filming two other people. So we've had to move the set, do some rearranging, figure out how we're going to do it. And we're, I'd probably say, a few weeks away. We just need to sort out one or two more things. But once we get that sorted out, we're good to go, baby. There's going to be some clips coming your way. We're excited about that. We're also excited about the Good Chat Comedy Club next Friday, the 27th. Yep. If you've got mates in Brisbane, because we don't have mates anywhere, let them know. Otherwise, follow us on the fucking gram, bro. We'll tell you where we're going to be. And uh, aside from that... Yeah, bro. Come see me at fucking Untamed on the 29th in Newcastle. I'm doing that, which is going to be sick. Comedy Untamed with the great Neil. Um, Aside from that, dude, here's what you need to do. What? At one point, just go down on someone. That you care about, just mm. to let them know that you care about them. Yeah. Just pull them aside and be like, today is the day that you're going to get your pipe sucked. I'm going to slop you off. And, oh yeah, I'm going to slop you off. I'm going to slop you off. One way or another. One way or another, dude. And and whoever and whoever's privates need to be slopped off, just slop them off and just let them know that you appreciate them. Because there ain't enough of this in the world. And the world's full of fucking bad cunts that want to do heinous things. But if you slop someone off, you'll make their day. Absolutely. And aside from that, suck a dick and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Smoke weed every day. So, dude, if you want to take your pants off, I'll slop you off right now just to let you know that I appreciate you, bro. Oh, thanks, man.